Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said, done. There was one time when Takiya and I are talking, she kept interrupting. She decides it would be a good idea to wrestle me, and I had a long dress on. She took her fingers and shoved her finger in my behind, and I pushed her off. What? Yes. She said, that's how I play where I'm from, and we're from the same place. (laughs) This is the plaintiff, Tanisa. She says the defendant is her sister, and she owes her money, which she refuses to return. If that's not bad enough, she also stole $1,000 in cash from her. So, no, it's not cool of her to be treating her own blood this way. And sister or no sister, she wants the $3,224.30 back, and she wants it now. So she's suing. This is the defendant, Aaliyah Payne. She says her sister did help her out by gifting her some money when times were tough. But there was never any mention of it being paid back. As far as the $1,000 in cash that went missing, she didn't steal it. The plaintiff first accused her brother of taking it, and now for some reason she's going after her for it. But she didn't take it. She's accused of dissing a sister. All parties, please raise your hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see, they come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Tanisa, you're, you're suing your sister, Alea Payne, for $3,224.30 that you say she owes you, that you fronted to her while you were trying to get her to get back on her feet. What happened here? I haven't really had a relationship with her. Um, we have the same father but different mothers. And a few years ago, she uh, reached out to me on social media, and we started to develop a relationship. In March, I believe, of last year, she had a child, and she started to come and visit, and see me and then she started complaining about a bad situation at home where she was you know they were arguing and she lives in a small place with her sister her sister's kids and her mom and she was saying that they were always always arguing and they were telling her to go to a shelter and I said it doesn't make sense for you with a child to go to a shelter I live in Florida I said if you want to come where was she living in Massachusetts okay so I moved from Boston to Florida with a child And so I said, I can show you how I did it. The cost of living is a lot less down here. And I told her that, um, you know, if you want to come down, I'll sign you up for school so you can get your degree. Um, Plus, you know, you could get some money with financial aid that'll help you out. You can stay with me for a couple months, but you have to pay me 200. And the reason I said 200 is because I have an older son who's 24. He pays 200. I'm not letting another adult in my house 
who's not going to contribute when I have my own son contributing. But now you did know that she was coming down and she wouldn't have a job, right? That's not true. She was working at Home Goods in Boston. Okay. And the plant, because she came down in May, and um, she was originally supposed to stay, but she said she wanted to go back, leave Home Goods on good terms, so that she could transfer down to Tampa. And to then, a Home Goods there. Yes, because it's a Home okay. Goods down the street. Okay. So when she got to Tampa, she called Home Goods and didn't like the attitude of the manager. So then she decided she didn't want to transfer to Home Goods. But in in like the meantime. She was destructive in my house. How? She turned on my outdoor grill with the grill cover on, and it melted all over the grill. I have outlet covers that sometimes when you can't fit the plug in, it, the plug falls out, so she broke it. She broke my son's controller. She gave my laptop to her one-year-old who threw it on the floor, broke the laptop. And those are things I'm not even suing for. What I'm suing for is when she had the baby, and she came down in September of 2018. Her son had, her boyfriend had broken her phone. And I told her, I was like, it's really irresponsible to have an infant and not have a phone when you can't call for emergencies. People did it forever. Yeah, but then. And people do it in, in other countries all the time. No, I get all it. Right, so you wanted her to have a phone. So what happened? Not that I wanted her. She's been asking me for years to buy her a phone and pay for the bill. And I tell her, no, I have a message here where she had asked me, can you get me a phone and pay for the bill? And until she gets a job, I said, I can't afford that kind of bill. So then we finally agreed that she would pay $60 a month on, on the bill, which isn't even the whole bill. So I was giving her a deal. So she did pay it because she was working at Home Goods. She paid it sporadically. Oh, so this is all before she moves down. Yeah. Okay. So she paid it sporadically, but she was paying it. And she'd call me and say, I know I'm late. I know that, you know, I still owe you, but I'm going to give it to you. And the last payment she made was in May of, I think, 240. When did she move down? She moved down in June. Okay. So she was paying on it, and I have the payments. So did she pay June, July, August, September, anything since May? No. She okay. actually left me a really vulgar message saying, I'm not giving you bleep. <laughs> what went wrong? What went wrong was when my cousin Takia first came down to visit, it was like this jealousy thing. Like, I don't know if I was giving Takia more attention and she wasn't liking it, but she just started doing really crazy things. Like, like what? There was one time when Takia and I were talking, she kept interrupting. She decides it would be a good idea to wrestle me. And I had a long dress on. She took her fingers and shoved her finger in my behind. And what? I pushed her off. What? Yes. She said, that's how I play where I'm from. And we're from the same place. <laughs> okay. I've been to Boston. Yeah. I don't play like that. Okay. All right. Go on. <laughs> and then she also would like, <laughs> she liked to grab boobs, which is another way for her to play. She'd grab my boobs, twist my boobs. And I had surgery and I explained to her, like, this hurts me. Don't do that. It's not funny. And she keep doing it. Okay. But what happened to change that caused the problem? Because it sounds like that was, you say she kept doing it. So that's a chronic thing. What happened that all of a sudden everything went to garbage in it your was, relationship? It was when my cousin Takia came down and it was just a, it was a buildup of things she was doing before. Just the vulgar language. I have three children in the house, plus my niece. How but, well did you know her before you brought her into your house? I thought I knew her well, but I mean, I will say that my dad did warn me and my dad said, don't let her come down. But when he was giving me that explanation that she's, she steals, she lies, she, you know, is ratchet or whatever. Um, he was talking about when she was a teenager and I, when she visited, I never saw that behavior from her. It wasn't until 
much later. And she was, the other thing that she was doing is causing a lot of drama in my house. Like I said, I have an older son who's 24. He has friends that I've known for years that I'm like the neighborhood mom. They come over and hang at my house. I noticed that they all stopped coming over. So one day she went to work and I started making calls to see what was going on. And as soon as they heard she wasn't at work, they all came over and it turns out that she had been sleeping with all of them. <laughs> All right, so you're suing for numerous things. Her plane ticket down mm -hmm. to move. According to you, the rent from June and July mm -hmm. that she had agreed to pay. Mm -hmm. The balance of canceling her cell phone contract because mm -hmm. she hasn't paid. Um, the cell phone bill itself. Uber rides of 167.54. Where did that, how do you know which Uber rides were hers? You can see the, the track because she got a job at TJ Maxx, which I told her not to get because it costs $40 to get there and back. She doesn't have a license. She was only making $9 an hour and working four hour shifts. So I'm like, you're paying to go to work. It makes right. no sense. Right. But she insisted on doing it. And my cousin overheard her. You know, we talked about it, me telling her not to take it. She insisted on doing this job and said, I'll pay you back as soon as I get the, uh, my paycheck. And to be honest, I was like, okay, I just wanted her out of the house because she was just causing so much havoc in the house. Well, it wasn't just havoc. According to you, she stole $1,000. Mm -hmm. What evidence do you have that she stole $1,000? So I sold my car um, and I got $5,000 in cash from the car. She was with me. She's the only one that knew that I had the money, how much money I had and where it was. The day I went to go make a deposit into my bank account and I noticed money was missing. But then I remember- How long did you have money in it? Where did you keep the money? I, I hid it in a makeup bag. Okay, why would you, that's not exactly hiding it. If someone else sees you, hide it. Well, so when you I say she's her. the only one who knew I had the money and where I put it, why would you hide it in front of another person? I, I trusted her pretty much. Okay, was, so you sat there and said, watch where I hide this? Cause I, I trust, no. I could trust somebody, but I know what the word hiding means mm -hmm. and I wouldn't do it in front of them. So tell me what's going on here. So, hi, nice to meet you. Sorry, I'm a little excited. Um, so pretty much in May, when I went to go visit her, my boyfriend, he got into a really bad argument with his mother. Um, the argument had to do with me. So, and I vented to my sister. I told her, I was just like, look, I'm uncomfortable. They keep telling me to go to a shelter. She offered for me to stay with her. What made you decide to move to Florida? What made me decide to move to Florida was she got arrested. She got arrested. She called me. We're on the phone and she's what telling me. What was she arrested me, for? She was arrested for two counts of grand theft and for $100,000 or more, as well as one count of fraudulent use of a credit card. So I found that out and I was like, wow, my sister needs my help. I need to go help her. You know what I mean? She's expressed to me multiple times, plenty of times I've gone down there that she needs help when it comes to her kids. She told me that no family that she has down there, she is close with. She has a brother and a mother who live in Florida. She does not have any contact with them. They are not close. They just recently got co close because she got custody of her brother's daughter. Um, so she got arrested and what were you supposed to be doing when she got arrested? How were you gonna help that? Um, I was supposed to be, I guess, I was supposed to be mental support, um, spiritual support. And when I got a job, financial support when I got a job. When I got back from my trip in May, I lost my job because she extended my trip. I was supposed to leave 
um, for my trip. Well, she advance. extended your trip. Why she, did you just go home? You're because I, because this is my sister, and I. You we, felt like staying. You're the one who lost yeah. your job. Nobody well, true, else true, lost true. it for true. you. True, I, okay. I did. I felt All like right. staying. I wanted to spend more time with her. I enjoyed her company. I felt as though she enjoyed mine as well. All right. So uh, according to her, you owe her a ton of money for a ton of different things. According yeah. to her, you owe her for your plane ticket because you were supposed to pay her back. You owe her rent for June and July. You owe her for the phone, both its use and the fact that she had to cancel it because you stopped paying, and you owe her for Uber rides. Yes. Do you owe her or do you not owe her? Um, if anything, she's owed for the phone bill. That's what Okay, she's let's owed separate for. the phone bill then and let's talk about the other stuff. Were you supposed so, to pay her back for the flight down? No, I was not supposed to pay her back for the flight down. The flight down, she told me I did not have to pay her back. The only reason why I would have to pay her back if I did not utilize that ticket because it would be a waste of her money. Okay, what about rent for June and July? So pretty much the rent for June and July... Um, Were you supposed to pay $200 a month rent? I guess so, yeah. Okay. What yeah. about the Uber that. rides? Was she paying for your Uber rides to and from work? Yeah, she was. And you were supposed to pay that back? Um, no, I was not. She never told me that I had to pay her back for the Uber ride. She said why would she, she had she, Why would she fund your Uber rides to go to work? If, especially if the whole idea of work is for you to pay rent that you also didn't pay. Because from the moment that I got down there, before I even left to go to Florida, I had a conversation with her. I told her, I don't have any money right now. I'm broke. Like, okay, I don't that have explains any money. Why, but that, that explains why you couldn't pay that second. That doesn't explain why you don't pay all this other time. Where's the phone? I have it right here. You have it. She uh, broke it, left it when I kicked her out of the house. She broke it? Mm-hmm. I can't sell Show it. Show it I can't, to me. I can't do anything with it. Did you break the phone in anger when no, she No, the phone her? was already broken, Your Honor. The phone Who had broke been... it? Huh? Who broke it? It was broken on accident. Um, there's a couple of scenarios on how the phone was broken. Um, Let me ask you a question. Did she accuse you of stealing the $1,000? Yes, she did. And before that accusation, were you guys getting along fine or was it already testy? No, it was perfectly fine. Before her cousin arrived, we had a perfect relationship. There wasn't any issues. Had, tell me how it goes about that she accuses you of the $1,000. That came up after I left. I didn't take any money from her. The entire time I was with her... Did you ever talk to her about the $1,000 and no, say I never, didn't take your money? No, we never had a conversation. I have a message. When you left, why did you end up leaving? Did she tell you you got to go? When I left, I ended up leaving because we got into a really bad argument. What pretty was much, the argument about? The argument was pretty much about um, my behavior, how I was acting in her house, how I was acting with my nephew's friends and stuff like that. Were you sleeping and around with all her, your nephew's friends? Because that's kind of... No, I was not sleeping with all of them. I slept with two of them. <laughs> that's too, too many. That's your that, nephew. That is too, too many. It okay. is, you know, I have... I'm not saying what I did was right. I'm not saying anything I did. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm right in anything I did. But what I am saying is that it wasn't this, it's not this serious, you know what? All right, so you have your cousin here mm -hmm. and you have your father here. Mm -hmm. May I hear from the father? Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said. Done. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to People's Court. Harvey Levin here. So, would you sue your brother or sister if they really screwed you over and borrowed money and just said, I'm not going to pay? Oh, oh, I can't. My heart won't let me. I your heart won't let you? No. I would sue them to death. <laughs> Wow, you got some history here. Yes, I have a lot of history here. But I learned that if you don't loan money to a relative, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. Um, would you do it? Would you sue a, a brother or sister? Absolutely not. I, I just couldn't do it. Really? I think, yeah. Uh, what if it's for $1,000? No. 5000 No. 10000 Love them too much. 100000 Maybe. <laughs> God, it's so easy going inside the card room. You are both of their fathers, correct? Yes, ma'am. Do you have a relationship with both of them? Uh, basically, uh, I had custody of Alea from the age of 14. And uh, Alea was pretty rebellious. Uh, if there was any kind of uh, responsibility or maturity that I expected from her, it was met with rebellion, major arguments, disrespect. Did you ever have reason to believe she was a thief? She managed to find my rent money and she stole half of it. How do you know that? She's the only one in the house. Did you warn her that maybe it wasn't the best idea? Yes, I did. I told I told Tanisha about the about the uh, issue of the rent. Alea had taken half of my Was rent. Was that before or after you hit it in front of her? Uh, well, he told me before, but- Yeah, exactly. No, I get it. Right. Mm -hmm. Did she hide that money in front of you? <sighs> yes, yeah, she did, as well as any time that- I was did you the, take that money? No, I did not. I was the main person in the house who would give her the money. Anytime she would- Give her what money? Give her, meaning like give her her makeup bag. You know what I mean? She would literally, she would have people come over. She would have her brother come over, which is who so she mean, thought Meaning originally. for safekeeping? Yeah. Is that I what would, you meant? Okay. Yeah, like I would put it up. I would give it to her. I would and put it on top of the refrigerator where she would normally hide it. Or I would give it to her. I wouldn't take anything from her. I really do love- Everything, so went to, like, everything went right into the garbage, It did, didn't it? and I'm not the type of person to steal from her. I would never steal from her. The only reason why I stole from my father when I was a child is because he was not taking adequate care of me. He wasn't doing anything a parent really should be doing. He was buying um, music equipment when he should have been buying me necessities, like toiletries, like bras, like feminine need things. He wasn't doing anything. I ended up going into foster care because he wasn't taking adequate care of me. So... I don't think anybody knows who stole that money. Um, and I don't think that there's any proof regarding who stole the money. There is clearly proof regarding, have you taken that phone in to see what they will give you? Because, you know, she, I mean, the I, screens can get fixed. You know? Yeah, but she's broken this phone three times. It's not even. Well, but that's your opinion. Did, did you no, actually, do you have evidence of what it's worth by somebody giving you an estimate, either Apple or somebody else giving, is that a, an Apple? Yeah, it's an yeah, Apple. Apple or somebody else giving mm -hmm. you an estimate of what it's worth. Do you have some evidence for me to see? So then this is where we play the guessing game. All right, folks, I am ordering you to pay her all of the money that she's suing for with the exception of the $1,000. I don't think there's proof that you stole the $1,000. Therefore, okay. I'm ordering a judgment in her favor in the amount of $2,244.30. Mm -hmm. 
okay? You know, you invested a great deal of money in your sister. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's, that's good. That's what family's for and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But the writing was on the wall pretty early. I'm not mm -hmm. talking about trusting what he says because I see how you might say, hey, give, give her a chance. That's not the person I know. All that, all that I don't think was, was, you know, wrong of you. But what I'm saying is, you know, it's week after week after week after week, month after month after month after month. You've mm -hmm. got your own responsibilities and mm -hmm. your own kids. And that's what ended up making you mad at her. But I want you at some point to have the maturity also to look at your conduct. You thought it would be fun. You thought you could help each other. But it wasn't necessarily a wise thing to do, yep. especially the iPhone. Mm -hmm. All right? Verdict for the plaintiff in the amount of $2,244.30. So the plaintiff prevails. She is going to get some money back, a little over $2,200. Yeah. You're going to have to pay your sister, you know? I mean, How are you going to do it? it? I mean, I'll figure it out. She can't buy edges, so bye. You're shaking your head. You're shaking your head, you know? Yeah. She's just ridiculous. She's very immature, so I think she just showed that to the world. You know, I think you're right. Yeah. No kidding. And you said you didn't know her very well. Not you didn't have much not. of a relationship. Not at all. And I don't want one ever. Really? Really. It's over. Huh? Done. Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. How about you? What do you have to say? I'm disappointed because uh, she's stepping into an adult world. And the adult world is where the reality is. And I tried preparing her for it. She doesn't want to hear it. So she has to learn the hard way. She's got a tough future, I think. You think? Oh, yeah, she does. Okay. She does. She doesn't realize that I'm in her corner, but she still has to do what she has to do. All right, folks, thank you very much. Thank Congratulations. You. Okay, thank you, sir. Doug, look, you cannot prove a case like this by just theorizing about motive. You have to have evidence to prove who stole the money. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Corolla Glass. She says she rented the defendant's house and was quickly evicted because the defendants are not. That's right. She did nothing wrong. There was no damage done to the house. And still, to this day, she can't seem to get the guy to return the $6,000 he now owes her for security and an alarm bill. So she's suing. This is the defendant, Maurice. He says the plaintiff wanted to keep the alarm system in the house active. She called the alarm company to place the bill into her name, and she signed a contract with them. Now, the woman wants him to pay the $4,000 alarm bill from the time she lived there? Please. If anyone's owed money today, it's him, because the plaintiff stole his two toilet paper holders and a mirror. He's accused of lousy landlording. The defendant has filed a counter suit for $505.92 for stolen items. Okay. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket. The plaintiff rented from the defendant, was quickly evicted, and now can't get the security back. But the defendant says the plaintiff is a toilet paper holder thief. It's the case of my tenant is teepee creepy. Thank you, Doc. You're welcome, man. All right, Miss Glass. Hi. You are suing your former landlord, who you say has not returned your security deposit in full, and you want it back in full. All right, so talk to me. How long did you live there? 
I lived there for approximately two and a half years. And when you left, why did you leave? Um, they asked me to. All right. This is a place that you decided you were going to move back into? Yes. All right. So you didn't renew her lease? Correct. Okay. Now, according to you, you guys sent out a check. Then you realized you had the wrong amount for the security department and sent out another check. But the bottom line is the checks you sent to her, there's two checks, and they total how much? Uh, one check was for $521. Okay. And the other one was for $450. Okay. So you sent her a total of $971. Yes. All right, which means that you kept $479 of her security deposit. Why? There was a past due water bill for $171. Can I see the water bill? Do you deny that you owe the water bill? Correct, I do. The water bill wasn't in my name. Uh, who had been paying the water bill? I had been paying the water bill. Okay, then you know you're supposed to pay it. It may not be in your name, but if your agreement with him is that you're supposed to pay the water you use, then you're supposed to pay the water bill. What else did you keep her deposit for? Uh, there was a grass cutting fee for $35. Were uh, you responsible for maintaining the grass? I did tell them that I would uh, be responsible for okay. maintaining the yard. Okay, go on. Uh, locksmith of $95. But what happened with that? Did you guys do a walkthrough? She changed the locks. She was supposed to be out on May 31st. Uh, when my wife went over there on June 1st, the locks were changed. Okay, she, so had there been any discussion about transferring the keys and stuff? There was a discussion uh, prior to us going over there around middle of May. She had a request on our app for me to come and fix a water leak. I went in, fixed the water leak. Prior to me leaving, I told her, just leave the garage door openers and the keys on the island, and that would be it. Okay, so and at some point, it. I think she was demanding a walkthrough, and you called the police. Well, what happened was, yes, police came. They basically said, you know, we're here to keep the peace. What's going on? I told them I was in the process of moving out of the home, and all I wanted to do was to have a walkthrough. At the time, the officer said, well, let us go out here and ask them if they get a walkthrough. The defendant basically said, no, we're not giving a walkthrough. So the police said, okay, if you're not gonna give her a walkthrough, then you need to leave and she can stay. Because legally, you have to evict her to make her leave here. And you did not evict her, you asked her to leave. And so if they were not gonna give me a walkthrough, okay. I was not gonna leave. Because I did not damage their home, I left that home in immaculate condition. And so they finally agreed after a short time, you know, about an hour later, they finally agreed to do the walkthrough. They did the walkthrough. The defendant signed for keys, garage door opener, and the items that I left in the home, which he stated he wanted left at the time of the notice on the 60-day notice. She lived there for two and a half years. Was it mostly okay or was it always kind of testy? It, every month there was always something. When she first moved there, there was issues. Um, Listen. We have the water bill we've talked about. Do you have a list that you uh, of a letter that you may have sent to her telling her, I'm keeping this and this is why I feel I have a right to yes, keep it? Yes, Your Honor. It? All right, let me go over that. So can I add something to this? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so it, it wouldn't do me any justice to stand here and lie. These were great people. Great. Like they came, they anything that I asked for, they did. Valentine's Day, they came in and put flowers on my porch. Anything that I had really asked for, they really did. We shared scriptures back and forth throughout this time. All of a sudden, it went haywire. Do you know when it went haywire? It went haywire sometime around about 
a year and a half into my into the time that I was in the home. And do you know why it went haywire? Like, can you pinpoint what the reason was? Or what do you think was the reason? I mean, because it was so many things that led up to it. it so you feel, like, you feel like you had legitimate concerns month, you know, month after as month. things happened, and that they, and you feel like they felt that you were just whining too much or something, and that they were sick of you. Um, what is this a picture of? These are pictures that you took to justify keeping some of the security deposit. What is that? That's just dog hair in all of the vents that we had to clean out. And then this is the grass, okay. And you kept $35 for that. Yes. All right, what's that? Uh, that is the old doorbell camera that she took. Well, let's talk about that. Part, <clears throat> a huge part of your lawsuit has to do with an alarm bill for $3,773.58. What on earth is that? When I moved into a home, this alarm system that's on this table right here was in the home. Okay, when, so why is it on your side of the table if it belongs to the home? Because they, they sent me a bill for $3,785. Who did? Vivid Alarm System. Okay, whose alarm system is it? It was in the home when I moved in the home. Okay, they sent you a bill because you took the alarm system with you when you moved out. No, they sent me a bill because when I moved into the home, they said that we have an alarm system here, but would you like to have it activated? I said, oh yeah, fine. Got the alarm system activated. I was receiving a bill every month for about 69 to $70, which I gave them. Okay. And so I called the alarm company like October, November. I said, I do not want this alarm system. You know, what can I do? They said, well, shut Had it you off. signed a contract with them? I, I did. For how long? I was under an assumption I was only signing for well, do you have the, Do you have the contract she signed with the alarm company? Yeah. I don't have the contract that she signed, but I do have a email from the alarm, alarm company. company saying Let's when we end it. So if, do you have a, co the, a copy of the contract you signed with the alarm company? I, I just have bills. Okay. Why though did you take the alarm with you when you moved out? Because at this point, it's on my credit. Vivid sent me a bill, and they because, never wait, took had you back ownership. I disconnected the service, and so once. How, I, what does that mean? You called them and said, "I don't want this anymore." Yes, I called them. And, and said, did they say, "Yeah, no problem"? They or? said, "Yes, no problem." I said, "When I moved here, I need to find out what do I need to do about putting it back in the landlord's name." They said, "Just have yeah, but you can't just do that. You can't decide someone else has to well, pay it was your a trans It was only a transfer of service. Well, I know. Well, somebody, I, I have to decide what that means. A transfer of service, put it back in their name. All that has to, I need to see the contract with the, and nobody brought a contract. Did you bring your original contract yes, with them? Let me see your original contract. So why do they have to pay the bill you assumed? I did not assume a $3,700 bill. I assumed a monthly amount for service. Right, but the $3,700 bill came because you stopped paying that monthly amount. That's why it sounds like they Correct. billed you. It's so why would they have to eat a $4,000 bill that got created? Because probably, probably because you took the alarm system with you too. Is that a rented no, alarm the, system? Like the, no, that's you own it? Yes, after the, five after years, the, after after the, after the contract, contract ends. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so that's why the equipment is here today, because when I turned the service off, the equipment was still there. But once they left everything in my name and sent me a $3,700 bill, that was like I own it. So, so what'd you it, do? You went back to the house and took it off the house? No, I took it when I moved out. So as I understand it, you have a $6,000 lawsuit, which is your statutory maximum. 
You have doubled the amount of the security deposit, which you're calling 1450, but they did send to you $971. So that wouldn't be the right way to do it. What you'd be able to sue for, because you live in a state that allows for doubling the security deposit that is wrongfully withheld, um, is double the amount wrongfully withheld, which at best, according to your testimony, is the 1450 minus the 971, which is $479. This amount that you're suing for is the last thing that I want to discuss with you, which is almost four grand from the alarm company. So I need to see proof that you have been billed four grand by the alarm company. And while you are looking for that, I would like to discuss with you, do you have, did you hand me the list of reasons? Yes, you did. According to you, the reason that you were deducting 479 is for the past water bill, 171, which I don't think that there is really any dispute about. That leaves in play between these parties $308. Then the prorated water bill of 8763, which I really don't think there's a dispute about either, that leaves in play $220.37 in dispute between the parties. The grass cutting, I find $35 to be a reasonable amount. And that's $185.37 in dispute between the parties. The replacement locks, we're going to put a pin in right now. And the repainting and holes, according to you, how much did you deduct for filling in the holes and stuff? $50. Which is imminently reasonable. Yes. I wish that's what landlords in my life had deducted. That means we're arguing about $135.37. Yes. That is what has caused all this turmoil. All right. Why did you change the locks that day? I want to discuss with you why that happened that day, because you, you want to deduct from her security deposit the $95 for that. Well, when we went on June 1st, we couldn't get in the house, so we had to have a locksmith, and he... But why didn't you just was, call her, because you had her phone number, and I you had to wait... I mean, okay, listen. We didn't... All right, didn't you, you, like guys eat the, you guys yeah. eat the, lo the, lock, the lockout. That's not... I don't think that that's uh, something that she should have to pay. I had um, so what that means is that there is the $40.37 that you should have returned to her and didn't. Now you have counterclaimed against her $505.92 with a whole list of things that you had never included in the original letter. Did you take the bathroom shelving, the curtain rods, uh, the curtains, a basket and a bathroom mirror, and toilet paper holders? No, ma'am, I didn't. Okay. It seems to me somebody well, took them. Well, out. where are the pictures? Because... Okay. Here are the pictures. Yeah. There are the curtain rods and there are the curtains. Okay. There are the shelves that they're talking about, which were also removed. There are the curtain rods and there are the curtains. And they took those pictures on April 1st when I moved in because that stuff was not there. It's March 31st, if you look at the top. And all that is the day before you move in. Okay. When I listen to you and I try to determine if you could possibly be telling the truth, I say to myself, okay, does it make any sense that someone would have pictures that are dated March 31st of how they're handing the apartment over in order to document the condition of the apartment, but take a $10 curtain with them or remove a curtain rod or take the toilet paper holder? It doesn't make any sense. There's no reason why anybody would do that. Show me the proof of the value. Like, where do you get all these values that you're attaching to it? Um, do you have the receipts for any of these things? These are the items that we have to go back and place. So all you no, got I is just have. stuff off on the internet? You don't have receipts for it? Yeah, uh, so where I shop at, at Lowe's, those are the items that I was... Did you print that off? Yeah. 
in the Bath and Beyond store. Okay, this is just a picture of, I'd like to see the letter that you, that this is a picture of. It's just the little corner that says an amount and them agreeing to settle this account for a lesser amount, which you have deliberately cropped out of the picture that you're well, showing me. Well, I didn't me. crop it off. Give, I sent that, but I do have the- Just give me the, look, ma'am. I do I, have the settlement I, I need letter. you to understand that I, I, if you have the settlement, show me that. I mean, but they, they, they so long, far and gone that I don't know what that means. Did you settle it or no? I did not. No. Okay. Okay. So this credit. is a settlement offer from a long time ago. I got it. That the thirty-seven hundred was originally what the bill was, and now they're just sending me settlement letters. Okay. So they're telling you we'll take two thousand eight hundred and eighty, but you didn't pay any of those. All right. But you realize that they're coming after you because you signed a contract with them. That gives them the right to go after you. This doesn't mean that they have to pay it. That's ridiculous. So who takes advantage of who more, landlords? or tenants, what do you say? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, okay, um, <laughs> landlord shadier than tenants, tenants shadier than landlord. I'd say tenants, huh? so, I would say tenants. Why do you say? Sometimes they take advantage of, you know. But I mean, look, landlords sometimes withhold security, they won't give you the money back, tenants damage units, who's worse? The tenants. Generally? Yes. Why? Because they don't take care of the property. Because they don't own it. Yeah. They don't feel invested in it. Exactly. Got your point, going inside the courtroom. Did you really bring flowers on Valentine's Day there? Yeah. That was so nice. Why? Just because? Just to do it. What was it? Just, just It was Valentine's Day. I just sat him on her porch for her. All, all I'm saying Hold on one is... second. There's no question pending. I find that you folks are not responsible to pay her bill to an alarm company that she entered into a contract with. That's between her and the alarm company. I've, I, I, you're not making a claim to that because she's the one who f is responsible for finishing the payments and everything else. So that stuff belongs to her. And I guess that's why she took it. Um, in terms of the amount that you have withheld, you have the checks for 971, right? I do. Okay, so that leaves $479 that you have not uh, paid her. Um, and I find that you are entitled to keep the following. The 171 and the 8763, which she does not dispute, are, are the prorated water bills. The grass cutting, $35 is reasonable. The locksmith, indeed, the, le the lease says you can't change the locks. Um, and, and the thing is, people do change the locks, but then they give the landlord the key, so then there isn't a problem, usually. Um, the replacement locks, $40. What is that, the physical locks? Yes. Okay. And the repainting and holes filled in the wall, $50. I find that you have a right to keep the amount that you kept, okay? Um, now on the counterclaim, we have a couple of issues, which is, you know, you never even mentioned this stuff, and I'm wondering why you didn't. Um, you say, well, because it wasn't in the lease, so we thought we couldn't, but that doesn't make very much sense. But that's what you say is your reason. My litigants' reasons don't always make sense. They're, they're, they may not be sensical, but they're yours. And that's why you say you didn't mention it before. You do have the pictures to show that stuff. The values you're asking for are completely inflated because I'm not going to give you replacement value. I'm going to give you the used value of something okay. if it looks like you know she took it. Um, her answer to this wasn't those were mine to take. Her answer to this is that wasn't even there. But I know that she's lying about that, and I know that she took them because they're not there now. Uh, not even the rod, not even the holders. No, no, because they were freestanding. No, I'm not talking about the toilet paper. The toilet that paper was holder. I'm yes. not talking about that. Oh. I meant the rods and oh, the, the rods. Rod. No, they're that's where the holes were. That's where the holes came from. Yeah. 
This was a four-bedroom house. You think I wasn't going to hang curtains on my windows? No, we think you weren't going to take their curtains and curtain rods. That's what we think. So out of the whole house, you would leave one curtain and think I wasn't going to use no curtains throughout the rest of the house. What am I going to do with that's some $10 not a, curtains? That's not what we're talking about. No one is charging you for that. They want you not to take things that weren't yours. You okay. get it? And, and I state it. If you yeah, go back I find in favor home. of the defendants on the counterclaim in the amount of $200. And on your claim against them, I find that what they withheld was the appropriate amount. That's my judgment. So it didn't work out too well for the plaintiff in this case. Ms. Glass, uh, I don't know if you understand, but you didn't get anything in your lawsuit, and they get $200 from you for material that you took from them, you know, the apartment when you left. Basically, that's what it comes down to. What do you think? I don't think anything. I think they were dishonest from day one. And the alarm system, obviously. They were dishonest about that, too. They knew they should have took it back over, and they didn't. And that's the end of discussion. Hopefully, you know, they, they claim to be godly people and evangelists, and I'm not going to worry about it. No, no matter what this claim says, we all know who has the upper hand. So. Okay. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh, here comes the uh, here comes Maurice, the defendant. You heard what she said. You're going to get two hundred dollars from her. You yes. won that part, so she was suing you for six thousand. She didn't get any of that. Correct. So what are you thinking? Uh, we just next time we know to do our due diligence a lot better, and a lot of the things that she wanted was not our problem. Um, so it's a win for us. Okay, very good. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, Harvey. Okay, Doug, um, look, credibility is pretty much everything in most court cases because usually a judge has to decide who's telling the truth and who is lying. And that will ultimately determine who wins and who loses a court case. In this case, the plaintiff just shot her credibility uh, by stealing. So when somebody comes into court and they've shown that they're not trustworthy, that literally is the beginning and the end of the case. Hi, this is Andy Katz, host of March Madness 365, presented by Grammarly. This week on the podcast, listen as we break down the latest AP poll and give you insights on my updated Power 36. Listen to March Madness 365 with Andy Katz, presented by Grammarly, wherever you get your podcasts. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner that gives your team an instant first draft in a few clicks, not a few hours. Companies that use Grammarly save an average of 19 days per employee per year. Grammarly works seamlessly across 500,000 apps and websites. Get personalized on-brand writing help everywhere your team works. Learn what better writing can do for your company at Grammarly.com. Grammarly. Easier said. Done.